This is the Blockade Podcast with your hosts, Chris and Jared. You are listening to the Blockade Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Freebus, a.k.a. Shut Your Trap. Joining me as always halfway across the world, Jared Morgan. Hello. Hello. Not much better connection this week without any sort of food barring because I restarted my modem before starting the session. <laughs> much smoother experience. Thank you, MBN. Uh, the, <laughs> the, the feature is with MBN, the, <laughs> the weekly weekly modem restarts now appear to be a thing. So congratulations Yay. to the quality network that we have here in Australia now. Great. Well, you know, every, everybody's uh, stuff is falling apart. So that's just the way it is now. <laughs> it is. Yep. Yeah, I just need to um, tell the mouse that's powering our fiber to the node service to just run that little bit faster between these hours. Uh, right. Treadmill, so you can generate the extra powers needed. I always get frustrated. I'll be... Uh, it doesn't usually happen on my home Wi-Fi signal, but I'll be out and about at somebody else's Wi-Fi. And uh, I'll be looking on my phone and it'll just be taking forever to load a page. And you're like watching the little loading bar and it's just like barely creeping. And you're like, what is going on? And and you exit out and you try reloading and nothing happens. And then I'm like, okay, fine. And so I'll just do a full hard close down of the phone and then restart it. And then everything works brilliantly. And it's just like one of those things where you're just like, what is going on? Why? You you know, I guess there's all that background gobbledygook. Background stuff that's been happening for probably like, you know, four or five weeks since you restarted your phone and it's gone. No, <laughs> finally can't do it anymore. Because I'm pretty good about uh, uh, closing down all the the apps regularly so that, mm. you know, I don't have 20 of them running at the same time. And, uh, you know, some of it I, I got to blame on, you know, my phone being, what am I now, three, four years old? It's a 5S. I think four years old. A 5S, um, okay. That's, yeah. uh, I think... The 5S was the one behind the iPhone SE uh, that they released to sort of have the small form factors in iPhone. Let's see, we would do we would do the six, the six S, the seven, the seven S, and now we have the eight. So yeah, I'm actually five behind. <laughs> iPhone eight, and then the iPhone X because they skipped nine. Yeah, but that's coming at the same time. So I, I consider those the same uh, generation year, at least. Um, okay. Same iOS and everything. Hard restart is the way of fixing anything in IT, basically. Do, why do you think whenever you call up the uh, Indian call centers, they say, have you restarted the f- desires again, sir? Right. No. Oh, my God. Every single time. Every single have time. You, have you tried shutting off the computer and waiting 15 seconds? Yes. <laughs> yes, that was the first thing I did. And then I, the, I, the next 10 things that they ask you to do, you've also done because this is not your first rodeo. <laughs> here's, here's my favorite, because you know they're going to ask those questions. You've already gone through the basic troubleshooting. So they go, have you? I go, here's what I've done. This is what I've, I've done this in the past. I go, here's what I've done. I have unplugged, waited 15 seconds, replugged. I've done this kind of hard start. I've done you know, X, Y, and Z. I run through all the basic you know, checkpoints. And they go, and the person goes, okay, well, let me, let's run through uh, my troubleshooting. Have you restarted? Okay, first, well, I want you to restart. You're like, didn't I just say these things? But then I realize, oh, I'm sorry. I blasted through their little script yeah. that they have to hit enter on, and they can't get to the next section until... Without so, doing it. Yeah, it's, like, it's really frustrating. Have you restarted your computer? Yes. Next question, have you... 
have you held your tongue in the right position in your mouth when repairing on your laptop or computer? Yes, done that. <laughs> when when it's something like your internet is down and you make the phone call to the people and they go, well, you know, you can always just go to this website. No, I can't. <laughs> because my internet is not working. <laughs> yeah. I had the exact same thing when I was having problems with my phone and I was doing everything. Uh, it was my landline at the time. I don't have a landline anymore, but it was my landline phone that was the, the problem. And so I was calling in on my cell phone and they were like, okay, well, um, we can't do anything unless we talk to you on your landline. I'm like, but that's the problem. It's not functioning. <laughs> that's right. You don't seem to understand the problem and the reason why yeah. I'm calling. Yeah. Anyhow. Anyhow. So, what has been happening since we last spoke um, in Pinball well, Land? Well, in Pinball Land, not a whole lot. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm sure people have uh, been able to mess around with uh, Spanish Eyes and Wildcard. Uh, somebody responded to our uh, podcast thread on Pinball mm. Arcade fans that uh, the visuals that I was complaining about last week, they hadn't really noticed. And but they have they, now. It wasn't bothering me. That's just it. I was like, you have now, though, huh? <laughs> they're like, oh, yeah, yes. Can't it. Triggering intensifies. Cannot unsee it. <laughs> it's just one of those things. Like I said, it, you know, it's, it's, I cannot, I, I can't not see Julie Roberts' uh, forehead vein anymore. And you can't watch Star Wars and not spot the stormtrooper bashing his head into the uh, door jam. You know, it's just one of those things that once you see it, you'll forever look for it. It's impossible. And so, yeah, yeah, that's, I, I feel like I've done my part because the more people I can get uh, complaining about it, the better. <laughs> Basically, like, isn't it pretty much like the, the whole, the ring phenomenon? You have to show some of the video so you don't get killed. Um, so <laughs> essentially it's the same thing. What's the <laughs> chain letter? Show- yeah, it's 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 totally that. Yeah, you got to send it on, otherwise you're going to lose your family. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, you need to share the share the pain, uh, not the love. So there's the pain. so there's there's that going on um, in Zenland. Oh, we have the uh, our weekly blockade tournament going on, and I would give you scores for this week. We were playing Rome. Uh, but unfortunately I didn't time the start of it properly and it's ending while we're doing our podcast. So if you really want to know uh, how you placed, uh, why don't you head over to Pimble Arcade Fans, uh, the forum there, and search under tournaments and there you will find a header right at the top about Zen Weekly Blockade Tournament and you can find out what's going on there. I can safely say right now that uh, I did not come in first. I never held first. And I am firmly planted in third place right now. I made the wise choice of making this a one ball game. Yes. Because Rome, you can kind of go for a very long time on. Right. I think I've ever um, played Rome. I, I don't know if I can get Rome on on Android. Maybe I can. I just haven't purchased it. You should it be able yet. to. I've, I've it's, heard it's, that. I've, it's Rome. Rome, Pasha, Biolab, and uh, I don't think it's Mars. No, it's going to be something else. They all came in a pack. Oh, yes, I can get those. And I think I've been strongly like, advised not to. <laughs> 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 so don't worry, you know what? just leave that. Here's, here's the funny thing. 
I would rather play that pack of tables than play the pack that was V12. Uh, oh, Alien Invasion or whatever it's called. No, 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 no. There wasn't. It was it was V12, Tesla, uh, Shaman, and Eldorado. That was that the four pack. I I can't understand that Shaman. Uh, like, no, no, yeah. it's a mess. It's gross. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I would much rather play those. And and the funny thing with Rome is, once you figure it out, it's not a very deep table at all. No. And it's kind of a lot of repetition. Um, is it a bit like a, a sort of like a, a Williams System Eleven, where you just you know do the short little things, then light multiple, then do multiple, then rinse repeat? Kind of, you know. Um, the modes are not. I mean, basically everything is mapped around two ramps, two orbits, and uh, a, a sinkhole. Uh, two sinkholes and a uh, five target uh, drop, you know, five in a row drop target thing. Everything functions around those. And the table looks really cluttered, but once you kind of figure out where all your shots are going to go, it, you might say that the table suddenly expands for you and it's not so cluttered anymore. The problem is some of the shots are, the the window for hitting them is very narrow. Right. Um, and that can be kind of frustrating and stuff. But uh, yeah, I wound up... Uh, the, the top score when I checked today was 67 million and then like 61 million and I was at 41 million. And mm. the low scores were all in the like twos and three millions. So oh, you can kind okay. of tell those are the people that hadn't quite figured it out. You can see... You can f- there's like a significant jump between people that figure the table out and people that still haven't figured the table out. Because once you yeah, learn right. how to start the mode, um, or more importantly, how to start multiball, that's when you can get your score going. If you can't figure out how to start multiball, you're going to be, is a grind fest otherwise. Right. You're just flipping um, random stuff and not getting anywhere. It pretty much, pretty much. And it, yeah. it has this mean habit of once a mode is started, everything else is locked out. So the only way to score is to finish the mode, um, which is I find always really annoying. It's like, come yeah. on, give me, give me some other some scores while we're going here. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see what the final scores are. But at least you know you're not a contender this week. I'm not a contender. I'm in the top five, but I'm not a contender. Uh, we had a lot of people play this time though, too. Uh, oh yeah. There was. 23 players, and that was before it was up on Zen's board, you might say. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, no, we have quite a few players this time. Uh, I think next, this coming week, uh, due to the fact that Star Wars Last Jedi is going to be coming out in two weeks, I think mm-hmm. we're going to have to play a Star Wars table or two. Um, right. So I'll, I'll, I'll dig and figure out which ones we want to bang around with. Mm, good idea. Uh, it's not going to be Darth Vader. No, it's not going to be that god awful. What is it? Powers first of the Force or First Order no. game? No, First Order. No, what's the one that was the the Emperor versus oh, Luke? The, oh, the, oh yeah, that was hard with that weird sort of cube thing that you have to shoot oh, and it my doesn't. God, that oh. thing was just annoying beyond belief. Gross. <laughs> that, that game is gross. Leave it alone. <laughs> No, it'll, yeah. it'll probably be more something of the, uh, you know, maybe we'll pick Return of the Jedi or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. something uh, simplistic. 
Something that just has nice flow and the cool things that pop up in the middle of the play field you've got to shoot. Those are exactly. always fun. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I actually have some tournament news um, to share. Oh, okay. Um, so we did the, the latest Netherworld um, tournament last week. And normally I wouldn't really discuss the, the tournament because if you want to find out, you just follow me on Twitter and um, you see the yeah. results. But this week was a little bit interesting because – I could have actually gotten to the tournament, but I didn't. And the reason being is that, um, well, let me share this story. So we started playing in the tournament. We had a, a fairly decent selection of tables, which I won't elaborate on. They're just, they're, they're good tables. One of them was Creature from the Black Lagoon, um, which I'm not a big fan of anyhow. So what happened is during the course of the night, the flippers started to play up on that table and uh, it was playing up enough that we had to remove it from the competition. Um, so, you know, I'd been playing okay, um, during the night, I've had some pretty decent scores on a, a lot of the tables. Um, and, but of course being creature from the black lagoon, I hate that game and I can never get a decent <laughs> score on it. Um, never, it never, never, never. It's just, it does me in every single time. Um, so my score on that was, I think about 30 million, which for me on creature from the black lagoon is perfectly respectable. Um, <laughs> so, um, I was happy about the score, but I knew it wasn't going to contribute anything to my standings in the competition. So when I checked, it was a big turnout for the tournament. I think we had about 70 people turn up for the tournament, wow. which is huge. It's the biggest turnout that we've actually had ever for the Brisbane Pinball Club. Um, it was a final, it was a final one for the year. So oh, everyone okay. was there and geez, I tell you what, it was packed anyhow. Um, so this one got pulled out and at the time I thought that they'd done the adjustment when I was looking at the standings and I was about 18th, which is fair enough because of the score with, um, creature. Um, and I think also there was a bit of lag with people entering the scores. I was one of them. I was going around all night entering scores because there were so many people, um, mm -hmm. into match play. So I thought, oh, 18, there's, look, there's a pretty good chance that, I'm not going to get anywhere near the top eight with that score. So if I asked, is Creature taken out of the tournament now? They go, oh, yeah, yeah, it's out. It's no longer being done. I go, oh, okay, well, it was about 9.30 at night. I went, ah, yeah, I'm done. Right, I'm not going to hang around. I could hang around, play a bit more free pinball, but I thought, no, nah, I'm done. I'll just go home. So I go home uh, and um, wake up the next morning and uh, they post the results. And lo and behold, here's my name in the top eight. Oh. And I go, what? What happened? Um, <laughs> and and I was tied in in uh, eighth, a three-way tie. Um, and I was going, what happened here? Like, why am I in the top eight? I, like, I was 18th. How did I get from 18 <laughs> to eight? How did I jump 10 places to get into the, the top eight? As oh yeah, we removed um, Creature from the Black Lagoon and, and validated the scores. I said yeah, but I checked that before I left, and and he goes oh, it mustn't have actually your your screen mustn't have refreshed or something when you're looking at the scores. And I went oh, so I could have been in the top eight and played off for the the, uh, the <laughs> final. I went well shit because <laughs> because I don't actually get into the final that often, right. um, and I was going well that's a bit crap, isn't it? Uh, so that was disappointing. Um, yeah, uh, very disappointing, but you know, I guess 
I still got top eight, which was good. I didn't even have to <laughs> essentially try or do anything to get into the top eight. Um, but it would have been nice for me to actually play on because I reckon I could have done all right that night. They had some new additions to the floor. They upgraded their Ghostbusters Pro to a premium. And um, I've got to say, totally different game. Like mm-hmm. the addition of all the extra cool stuff on that yeah. game, um, just like the pro is invalid, basically. I don't even know why they bothered releasing it in that form. Like it's just terrible. Um, they also had a new Star Wars there, a Star Wars premium um, yeah. with the Hyperloop. Okay. And, um, and I had a game on that. I had to like try and get on the game just playing a three-player game with these two dudes who clearly knew what they were doing. And I just couldn't get a feel for it. I had a really poor first impression of the game. I thought, oh, this is crap. Like, all it is is just look at the multiplier and, you know, have to shift the multiplier around to get the big scores. And it just didn't feel good. It wasn't flowing. And I was going, nah, this is crap. So anyhow, after those two bug it off and I could actually get some one-on-one time at the table, um, I kind of understood it. And I had a really good game. I got like about 1.4, no, Three three billion or something on it, um, which with multipliers is perfectly achievable. Uh, in fact, it's a low score on Star Wars <laughs> if you can actually play multipliers. But I didn't bother changing the multiplier lane or anything like that. I just basically this is my strategy for that game: um, shoot all the green shots, which are your multiplier increasing targets, and then shoot anything else that's flashing. And there you go. You get a three a three billion score, and just like just shoot everything. Eventually, you get multi balls. So you just keep on shooting your shots, and you'll get multi balls randomly award. I'm sure you could target them. I think it's shoot each shot three times, and it like lights a multi ball or something like that. And I think you can select characters and stuff at the beginning of the game that alter what multi balls you get and stuff. And well, I couldn't really care honestly. Like once you actually get into it and you start flipping it, it actually flows okay for a game. And the hyperloop is fun. When you get it, I was just going, oh, look, the getaway <laughs> when I was playing it, <laughs> basically, because it's exactly that. The Hyperloop okay. is basically the accelerator magnet group is enclosed in this really ugly assembly at the back of the playfield that's covered up with this plastic shield, basically, to make it look half decent. It looks really it looks really ugly. It doesn't look nearly as attractive as the um, Supercharged did on mm-hmm. Um, the getaway, which actually looked like a thing, but this just looks like, oh, yeah, this this mechanism is being covered up by a bit of plastic um, because it's ugly and we don't want you to see it. <laughs> but, you know, uh, overall, fun game um, to play once you get into it. Just have some one-on-one time with it and you'll be fine. Uh, so, yes, unfortunately, no luck for me last week, but um, there is a little side tournament happening on the 12th. Um, which I will be going into. It's not an official Brisbane Pinball Club tournament. It's just a little holiday season tournament that they're running. Um, they're splitting it between the new pinball venue in town called Pincadia and um, Netherworld. So it's going to be like an on-off sort of tournament each week. You know, I've really been, been very slack, Chris. I I still haven't been to Pincadia. And uh, <laughs> it's right in the city. Like it's sort of just outside the city. So I'm very slack. But I think I found out a reason why I should go to that venue. And the reason is that they got a, an Attack from Mars remake there. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know if you've heard about the remakes, but they've got one of the, the interesting things about them is that they've actually got this new DMD in them that's, like, really big. Not as big as the Sega DMDs, 
not not as tall, but wider. So almost like a widescreen version of the DMD um, that you see in games now. And apparently part of the deal with the Attack from Mars remakes, and I found out all this information from the Head to Head Pinball podcast, which is a new Australian podcast all about pinball, because um, they did a big thing about it recently. Um, so apparently the the way they've done the dot matrix animations is they've completely redone them for the game. So they've made them high definition basically. And um, they are pretty cool, apparently. So I want to go and play AFM Remake and see just what it's like because I reckon it's going to be cool. It's interesting that they went through that extra effort when Color and DMD has already, uh, you know, done their version of the game. Mm. Uh, you know, it's and, apparently, and... it's interesting. I was thinking of that as well. Like, you know, that they've already got a version. Why didn't they just partner with Color DMD right now? Yeah. But the hmm. interesting thing is that it makes the Color DMD version look amateurish in comparison, which is saying something because the Color DMD version is pretty amazing um, when you see. Well, it but if running. everyone, I mean, are they so are, are they doing the same dots, or it's now uh, smaller resolution dots so that they can do? That's why when you're saying high definition, it's they're using the same animations, but they've they've done something to them to make them super crisp. So hmm. essentially they, they would have taken the original, like, you know, the, you know, in the, the color DMD version of attack from Mars, you'll see that the, the woman kind of looks like a woman, but sort of doesn't really well in the, apparently in the attack from Mars version, it's like the woman actually looks like a woman and it's fully crisp and animated really well and everything. So, okay. So they probably have, it's, it's probably, uh, they have more dots to be working with them. Yes. They probably increase yeah. the dots by maybe double the amount or maybe triple. Right, which would then allow them put, to put actual detail. Yes, that's on. right. Mm. Which, will, which is going to look pretty cool. Um, so I've got to go and check that out. And, For all um, the people standing around, not the person playing. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, Attack from Mars is not one of the ones you look at the DMD very much. Um, except when it goes up into the pop bumpers and plays around right. there. So. So yeah, right. yeah, it's it's gonna be fun, fun to play a brand new, basically Attack from Mars. So yeah, very cool. So I got a, uh, I got a Facebook notification about some. There's a, uh, well, it's a video game store near me, uh, okay. next town over. That and I was unaware of this, but apparently they now have a pinball room. Oh, okay. Um, and the. By the pictures, it's dark and you know it's got cool mood lighting, and they've got a bunch of pinball machines in there. And the reason why I was getting a Facebook notification was uh, they just got in the new Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. So cool. I might have to go take a trip down there and check that oh, out. I don't know. Um, you know what I think so we should do? What's I that? think we should make a promise to each other that we do a site visit sometime this week if we can. So that we have something to talk about next week with uh, yeah. real pinball. All right. With actual real pinball, we should do it. I I will have to go, probably during my lunch uh, hour or something, and just... I can agree to that. Mm. Um, yeah, because I'm still not able to. I, like tomorrow is another one of the uh, Orange County Pinball League's uh, meetings, right. and I today I went and hung Christmas lights outside the house, yes, and which was all of about maybe an 
hour and the way i'm hanging him is with a pole so i'm not having to climb ladders or anything because i can't do that right now with my knee so you've you've got a pre-existing set of hooks up in your house that you just load no, i've the got these onto. cool little uh little clips that hook onto the eaves they're plastic oh. they threw into the bottom of a pole you push them up into the eave and then you unscrew them off the bottom of the pole and you know boom it's hung so you don't have to use a ladder at all oh that's um, so that's good a, it's the best product for christmas lights i've ever scene um yeah, i've used it for years and years and years it's, it's really wonderful uh but uh after doing that for and spending some time outside for an hour i came inside and my knee was just completely throbbing when i tried to oh, bend it and i realized oh standing straight up with your knees locked i need i need that sit down time so i i still can't do you know standing around and playing pinball for four hours uh yeah, <laughs> it's right. just not gonna happen um, so yeah, it would be good to actually, uh, I've always been complaining that there's no place local to play pinball either. So if there actually is a legitimate place, um, yeah, I'm going to need to go, uh, check that out. See what's check that. So when you say in the next town, what does that equate to for people who aren't in the U S like what sort of drive distance is that? Oh, it's, um, where this location is, it's going to be a 10 minute drive. Oh, wow. That's a, that's great. 10, 10 that's to 15 awesome. minute drive. That's it. That's wicked. Jeez. No excuses at all. Hop in the car now. What are, we, what are, you, yeah. what are you doing here? <laughs> Go and play that thing. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'd do it. That's great. So, awesome. Well, you know well, hold on while my, while my while wife chimes in. What was that about a, a place you told me about? Well, it is in Fullerton. What place are you talking about? Uh, I might be in trouble. <laughs> Rock, Well, my wife apparently had pointed this out and said you should go visit, or is this place? And and I never went. Oh, <laughs> she's all. I guess I should have sent you an email. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh man, getting things done, man. Style. If you don't, if yeah. it's not documented somewhere, it's not getting done. <laughs> That's how it is. So. So here's a question for you. Do you uh do you still listen to terrestrial radio? Um yes, in the car. Um yeah. because yeah, that's pretty much when we do it. Yeah. It one of those things where it kind of uh you're reminded of why terrestrial radio is dying. Mm. <laughs> um yep. so there is a, a the, the local station I listen to is uh Caro Q. Um, they say they're world famous because at one time they were actually very influential on the what was cool to play for alternative music. Uh, since then, wow. they've been bought and copied all across the country, and they no longer have the influence per se. Uh, but I've listened to them since I was, I don't know, 12, right. <laughs> 13. Um and, you know, back in the day, it was what I loved about radio was you'd have your DJ and they would play, although the music would still be in line with the station, um, but they would be able to play their own thing. You know what I mean? Mm. And so there are certain DJs that I would like turn, like, not want to listen to because I was like, oh, they always pick, you know, this style of music that I'm not really fond of. Uh, you know, for w- what would be defined of the alternative genre, whereas this other DJ I really, really like. You know, you might be the difference between somebody that was playing uh, a lot of grunge 
you know, and the next DJ would play more of the electronic based alternative, you know, and I was always yeah. more drawn to the electronic, you know, kind of thing. So anyway, yeah. um, but as you know, the years progressed that obviously the, the thinking is, well, we don't want people turning off based off of a DJ and we want to get X amount of plays of this song, X amount of times. And, you know, Stuff like that, and so basically, the DJ is nothing more than uh, you know a babysitter pushing a button and reading the playlist that's been assigned to them, not actually you know making their own playlist. Yeah. Um, well, part of that too, though, is then the morning shows, and mm-hmm. we here on this station, we've had a morning show that's been going on for almost thirty years. Wow, which is frightening to think about. Um, I mean, it's 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 twenty five plus years. Uh, from this morning show, uh, if you're familiar with who Adam Carolla is, he used to be on them. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel, he came from them. Wow. Um, okay. Uh, you know, they, they've actually have a nose for talent, and people have gone on to great success uh, from being, you know, just bit players on their show. Well, the person that they've had on for the past 18 years in this capacity. Uh, his name is Ralph Garman. Now, if you are familiar with Kevin Smith, uh, Kevin Smith, the filmmaker, he does multiple podcasts, but one of them that they do is called Hollywood Babylon. And it's a live show that they record it, uh, usually improvs. And uh, they just dish for an hour and a half on pop culture and what's going on in entertainment world and stuff like that. And Ralph is his his partner on that, but he's also he does this the Daily Show with uh, for Kevin and Bean, and on Thursday comes on the radio and is like, "This is my last day. I've been given the boot." Oh, after eighteen years, and what it was turns out is that it's the radio station used to be owned by a company called CBS. They got bought out or sold to another company called Encom. And Encom basically looked at the books and said, this person costs too much. Boom, fired. Okay. Let's get rid of them. You know, as new companies are wont to do, right? They want to yes. come in and make their imprint. The scary thing is, is clearly they've never listened to this show because this is the guy responsible for writing all of the comedy. Oh, uh, whoops. <laughs> so whoops. They've, so they just fired <laughs> their head writer. Great job. Yeah. He also does tons of voices. Uh, because the two D, you know, the, the the two main guys, Kevin and Bean, they don't do any voices at all. They always are the straight man to this guy's characters. So, oops, again, <laughs> it's oh, like man. they and and everybody's just kind of going. Uh, that sounds like the end of their show in general because <laughs> their yeah. ratings are probably going to drop off. Um, but on the other hand, I'm like, yeah, but they also survived the exits of these other two exceedingly talented people. So who knows what happens, but it is just one of those things where, man, right before Christmas, that's rough, man. Just a boom, hammer drops. <laughs> See you. Bye. Hey, you would have got a pretty nice handshake. I think. Uh, well, the, the, what was interesting was they actually let him uh, on the air for his final day. Usually in radio, once they fire you, you're gone because they're afraid that you're going to say something. On yeah, the air. totally. Yeah. Um and I don't know how it came about that they were allowed to 
let him do his final bits for the day. Um, the poor guy was in tears every single time he tried to do one, but uh, <laughs> it was kind of sucky. But uh, yeah. yeah, so it should be interesting because I'm I'm very interested now to hear because uh, this weekend he's doing another one of these podcasts with Kevin. Uh, at which point I'm sure he'll be able to unleash and just say exactly what went on because on the air all they would say was uh, that I'm moving on. You I'm know, even on. though it wasn't his choice, that was all he was allowed to say. Yes, I'm so. On. It should be very interesting to see, but it's just, guy, man, terrestrial radio just sucks. This, yeah, it really <laughs> it's does. The amazing how mean they can be. Yeah, and we, you know, terrestrial radio over here, we have probably very similar to how it is in the US, but really, there's a couple of companies that own most of the radio stations in in Australia. Um, and yeah. the the type of Really, the the big commercial stations, there's one called Triple M. There's another one called B105. Um, And those two are basically owned by the same company, but they cater for a different audience. Mm -hmm. But they are just basically, I don't know if it's like this on terrestrial radio over there, but it's basically a a programming loop of music. Like you can come back four hours later. You can come back four hours later. And one same loop. What song is going to come after it? Pretty much, you go. Oh, oh look! I've heard that. that song. I've heard this song four hours ago. Oh, look! I've heard that song four hours. ago. They might be shuffled, so they basically go every four hours. We shuffle the playlist and start new again, because obviously they don't expect people to be listening to it all day. They expect people no. just to be tuning in, maybe on their drive, and then tuning in on the way home. And but clearly, yeah. if you're in an office that has it on the station, oh, every, that is oh, terrible. But there's one station which is ninety-seven point three, which is sort of. Um, the other two stations, Triple M and B105, they were they usually play a lot of the like top forty hits basically, and a few nineties and maybe maybe a couple of eighties hits to satisfy the old office workers. Um, but ninety seven point three is pretty much generational. It'll go being like eighty nineties, noughties, and today. So it's got like a forty year gamut of music they play and again they do suffer a little bit from the um the four-hour loop but at least sometimes they introduce some new songs uh into it and it's really depressing but then you go on to something like triple j now triple j sounds like station that you're talking about alternative station um and it's actually run by the abc the australian broadcasting corporation here which is uh it's a subsidiary of that and um it's basically youth radio um, and sort of counterculture radio. Um, and most people who actually enjoy listening to radio will listen to Triple J because at least they hear some different music that's not mainstream pop, you know, and it's a, it's nice to actually hear that. And and a lot of Australian content on that show too. So a lot of Australian artists gets featured and all that sort of thing. So I think really the radio shows these days, they're getting overtaken by podcasts because you can go and download any number of really great music podcasts. Like, for example, if you are interested in dance music, you can download Chicane's podcast. He was a famous um, dance artist um, with a lot of big hits uh, in the 90s. And he does a radio show that um, – well, not a radio show. Um, it's a podcast. It's about an hour. And it's called Sunsets. And the the amount of new music I've discovered through that show is more than I'd ever discover on radio. Like, it's so much better quality. Um, and I'm sure it's the same for you over there. Like, the, you have all sorts of different podcast content with great information on it for you. Yeah, I'm not... I'm, 
I'm still not a podcast listener uh, for the most part. It, it's mm. I, and, and part of that is just because I don't like having to think about downloading or, or you know everything. It's, it's like usually when I hop in my car, it's I'm either listening to the radio or I'm like listening to my iPod, which you know is my own podcast, if you will. You know, I prefer my own playlists. Mm-hmm. Um, and in terms of new music, it's really hard for me to to glom on to new music these days um just cuz you know i'm old uh <laughs> but uh you know k rock back in the 80s they used to be like you know the, and obviously the record industry has completely changed from then versus now i mean yes. now albums are not a thing at all it's all streaming you know pandora style that's where it gets released and everything but uh no they would you know a, a song would come out and they'd play it a couple of times and they would go wait a second the B side, remember those folks? B sides. Yes. Um, they're like the B side. We, we like that better, and they would instead play the B side, and they would be. And that's why I'm saying, in terms of, they'd be influential to other stations because they would be like, "Screw what you thought was the good song. That's not the single. This is the way better song." And then they'd play that, and they and that were, would actually force the artist to actually then release that as a single, sort of thing. Well, and literally that happened with uh, uh, Depeche Mode. Used to be. I mean, they were a major staple on, on the station and they would come in all the time and they came in one time and they were like, Hey, we've got this new song, um, that we're, we're working on and it was personal Jesus, but they played it acoustic and it sounded fantastic acoustic and K rock just ripped that and played that for months until the actual real song came out. And then it was eventually Depeche Mode asked for that copy of the song and oh, really? put it out on a single. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they basically uh, got Marcy, the, the live performance version and they released that themselves. Yeah. Saying, we actually yes. like this ourselves better. So let's have that. <laughs> yes. Um, Morrissey, same thing happened with him uh, yeah. where he did a song for them and uh, everybody really liked it and they played the crap out of it and he got released in single form titled Morrissey Live at K-Rock. Well, like, I mean, you know, so that's why when they say world famous, it actually, uh, in at least in terms of England, knew who the heck the station was because a lot of the English artists were uh, the ones getting this this treatment. Yeah, um, well. More recently, Foo Fighters had done an acoustic of Everlong yep. that you've probably heard. That was recorded at the station. Wow. Okay. So, so yeah, I see that these guys really did play a part in a lot of musicians' careers. Yeah, you know, and then there was a lot of bands who, if you talk to anybody, they were like, oh, they're a one-hit wonder. And I'd be like, what are you talking about? I can name five songs from them that were huge hits. Well, they were huge hits here in L.A. They mm-hmm. were never played anywhere else. Yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's the, you know, you miss that. There's um, Steve Jones, who was the... Uh, was he the bass player for the Sex Pistols or just a regular guitarist for the Sex Pistols? I can't remember. Anyway, he's got a show called Jonesy's Jukebox that uh, used to be on some independent station. They went away, you know, became Muzika, Muzika, Muzika. And uh, he's now on the classic rock station. But the funny thing is, is during his hour, he's not beholden to play classic rock. He just plays whatever the heck he wants to play. Uh, nice, and that's the kind of DJ that I miss. It, it's yeah. that kind of, you know, I'll keep it somewhat for the audience that normally tunes into the station, but but I'll throw no, you're tuning balls. in for me. Yeah, I'll throw you some curveballs and open your mind a little bit. Yeah, I like exactly. That. So I'm trying to think if there's anything else I've I've missed this week about 
stuff. I don't think so. I could go else? off on a. I, I could go off on a rant about uh, a movie I watched called Hitman's Bodyguard, but um, I'll uh, just spare everybody I that. I think yeah. <laughs> if you want to see that, subscribe to Chris's um, um, Facebook uh, feed, and you'll see it. Um, yeah. You can enjoy it. You can enjoy it there. Uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those things, folks. Where now and then I just kind of get a little tweaked um, over yeah. over certain things that uh, I see in movies. But uh, yeah, I'm not going to bother spreading yeah. that vial here. Um, suffice it to say, don't watch the movie. <laughs> don't watch the movie. So it's um it's the Labrooks Christmas party tonight. Um, so that'll be happening on a yeah. Sunday night. Um, they're having it so. I don't know what that means, whether they're expecting people, a lot of people calling sick tomorrow. Um, They're going to give you uh, the two drink tickets. (laughs) (laughs) Two drink tickets and a meal voucher. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's not really how Labrooks works. (laughs) 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 No, uh, so it'll be probably, we're going to this place in the the valley, um, uh, which is conveniently where Netherworld is also located. Um, So... uh, there might be some either pre-pinball action or some post-drunk pinball action being done by me. Mm. Uh, and, or maybe not, I might just wander home. So um, that'll be interesting. So that should be a fun night. Um, but um, I could almost do my little Pinkadia visit before if I lived early enough, but I think I'd be like out of time. It's far enough away that I wouldn't be able to do both and stay there for a long time, which I probably want to do at Pinkadia. I think I'd like to spend a bit of time there. Um, well, that's going to be our goal then. You go there, I'm going to go to this other place, and uh, we'll report back. We'll compare notes. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Take some pictures, put them up on the Twitters. Putting mm. them up on the Twitters, and if you want to see those pics, folks, you know what to do. You need to subscribe to our Twitter feed. The show is at Blockade. Jared is at Jared Morgs. Myself, I am at Shut Your Traps. Why don't you go ahead and check out the uh, website for our show, which is blockadepinball.com. There you can find past releases of all of our episodes, as well as show notes and uh, websites that we happen to mention, if we mention them. And, oh, hey, you know what you can also do? You can drop us an email. If there's anything you'd like to discuss with us, uh, comment on notes or uh, suggestions, do so, blah, blah, blockade at gmail.com. Um, I'll give you one final thing uh, to think about here. Uh, you know how I like the gadgets. Yes. Or the, the finger puzzle kind of things. Well, my, for my two nieces' birthday, which uh, was just passed, my wife always likes to, you know, doesn't want to just hand them the money. She wants to make them work for it a little bit. And yeah, right. so this year we bought off of Amazon these puzzle maze boxes. So it's a clear cube that's got a maze on you know five of the sides basically a yeah. ball maze and you yes. gotta move the ball into you oh, finally get to a latch and the latches oh my god it was so much fun watching them trying to get at it they were they were at it for a good 10 minutes and just you know the the thought of bringing out a hammer just kept on growing and growing and growing <laughs> <laughs> and it's, and it's so, like one of those Worst video game puzzles that you could ever have. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so once they got it open, they were just like, I'm never closing that again. And then all of a sudden the light bulb goes off. And they're like, oh, I know who I can give this to. <laughs> <laughs> or and, and then it was, I could put some of these keys in here. Uh, <laughs> just like, yes. oh, man, yes. Torture, torture, uh, torture. Uh, so good. 
Yes. Oh. So that was that was a good bit of fun. Uh, well worth the eight bucks that we spent on Amazon. Oh, that's cube. super value. Yeah, totally. Um, that's cool. So, that's a good present to give. You know, I mean, yeah. Give. If if you're gonna yeah. give the person cash anyway, at least make them work for it. <laughs> so the cash was inside, so they have to unlock the toy to get the cash. Yeah. What was or funny was is that uh, my uh, it was it's my my nieces, it's my sister, her kids. Anyway, yeah. The so she gave, was giving my son his birthday present. What they gave him was a whole bouquet of balloons, but he had to pop every single balloon because there was money inside of each. Oh, <laughs> so so really not a good present for someone with a popping balloon phobia. <laughs> no, no, that would be bad. Uh, really what was fun was he'd pop the balloon and the money, you know, the pressure from the air and everything, the money would go flying across the room. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So not only so, did you get exercise, but you got money as well. So that's great. <laughs> yeah. And then you had to clean. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Hey, I've got one more thing to add as well is, um, you know, being that Christmas okay. is the, um, the season of giving, um, if you <laughs> like the show, how about you consider giving um, a small donation to us? Um, over this Christmas period, you can do that going uh, paypal.me forward slash, I think it's shut your traps, isn't it? Um, yeah. For donations. Yeah. So go and if you want, if you like the show, if you've enjoyed it during the year, um, throw us a little Chrissy present and we'll put your kind donation towards things like domain renewals and um, downloads and stuff like that that we can use so to keep the show running. So, yes, thank you for listening throughout the year. And yeah, if you like it, Give us a throw us a couple of bucks. We'd really appreciate it. I thought you were going to say if you if you <laughs> if you like the show and want to donate something, Jared still has space for a pinball machine. <laughs> well, I did actually tweet out that the other day that yes, I do have highly sought after, very limited space still available uh, in North Lakes <laughs> um, for storage, um, yet yet to be filled by anyone. So um, places are strictly limited. So do indeed. Contact me at your earliest convenience and we'll sort Rent out the free. safe places. Rent-free, safe place. Um, the inmates are pretty pretty reasonable here, so um, there won't be any problems with that. And, yes, your pinball machine will be safely stored and you can free up some room in your house for Christmas time, go. of course, because right. sometimes you know it gets a bit full in your house so you need a bit of extra room. So offload a couple of machines to me and I'll keep it safe for you. There you go. <laughs> All right, gang. Uh, we'll be back next week. Until then, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wizardamusement.com, the site to visit for custom pinball shooter rods. Easy to install, totally unique. Mention Blockade Podcast for 10% off your order. Wizardamusement.com, sales, restoration, customization. Don't forget to leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast hosting service that Blockade is delivered to. We can't improve unless you tell us how. Now stop listening and play some pinball.